Welcome back, everybody, to Down for the Count podcast. As always, I am your hot mess, Alexis, and as with me, I have my very good friends, Tiff and Nicole. Guys, say hi. Hello. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) So we we believe Nicole's an android, but uh, we're still waiting on the test results for that. Anyway. We've had a crazy couple days here in the world of pro wrestling. It just seems to never stop. Uh, We've had Hell in a Cell going on on Sunday. We'll talk about the Raw that followed and some news going on, as well as a wild Kylie Ray sighting. Um, So before we get going on everything, how was y'all's weekend? Mine was good. It was okay. I worked. I wouldn't have to work weekends. That's what happens when you work in the hospitality industry. I'm pretty sure some of you guys understand out there in the podcast verse. <laughs> well, hopefully one day we will start making money off of this and we can quit our day jobs. But until then, we got to be able to pay those bills. <laughs> All right. Oh, so that'll be a very, very happy day because I'm not even going to put it in a two week notice. At, at, I don't care where I'm at. I'm just not. I was going to be like, hey, I'm making money mm-hmm. off of this wrestling thing. So, um, bye. Just... <laughs> All, right. Much it. All right. So, um, let's get started. Sunday was Hell in a Cell. Big controversial night. Rioting and actual rioting in the streets took place. All over damn wrestling. What I am still continuing my boycott, so I didn't really watch it. So I I caught glimpses like bits and pieces, but um, what did you guys think overall of the show? Um, I actually enjoyed Hell in the Cell from start to finish. I didn't have a problem with it. I thought even though half the matches weren't announced and booked prior. They still came out and performed as if they were. And they made sense, you know, when they put them out there. They had Lacey and um, Natalia on the pre-show. They didn't really defend any other titles except for the Raw Women's Championship, the SmackDown Live Women's Championship, and the Universal Championship. The WWE the Championship. The Women's Tag Matches. Oh, they had the Women's Tag Match, so forgive me for that. The WWE Championship was missing in action, as usual. And <clears throat> well, they, not they started usual, off strong. Well, because Brock Lesnar is a champ, yeah, it's usually, that's usually what's going to happen. But it started off strong with Sasha and, and Becky. They had a great match between the two of them, and Becky really really performed she really pulled out and she had a solid showing and Sasha really played it up Sasha did well I was sad that Sasha lost but I wasn't surprised because I kind of figured they would have Becky retain and show up strong in that match they needed her to you know so um I was fine with it Everybody pretty much lost their shit at the end. And 
the best way I can explain it is it was all about the mind games. And I don't think Nicole got it, but when we when we talked, she was just like, I wish it would have been the other way around. And I got where she was coming from, but I felt like for me personally, it wouldn't have had the same effect. And then they moved out of that and this chaos just ensues in Sacramento over rest. I've never seen anything like that before in my entire life. I've seen that shit happen with basketball, football, but it usually happens because people win, not because they lose. And it was just full on chaos. I just, I was very lost and I just didn't understand it. Everybody's on Instagram and Twitter going ape shit. And I'm just sitting there like, it's just a couple of us on this little island. Like, well, I, I, I thought the match was good. I, I liked the psychological ending. I didn't have a problem with it. Everywhere you look is WWE gives a shit hell is hell in a cell. And like from BC Amplified to all these other wrestling accounts on YouTube, they're just totally trashing. WWE and AEW is lapping it up like it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Chris Jericho is tripping. Xbox's fucked up ass is sitting there watching it. And he's like, I'm probably not going to get invited to another one of these, but who gets DQ'd in a Hell in a Cell match? And it was just a lot going on. And I really wish that they had just stuck to the game plan and played it out into Monday Night Raw because it seems to me like they've completely abandoned this idea and they they wasted a great opportunity to make it work if you ask me. See, I came in kind of kind of hot because the it was like I'm not saying it wasn't a bad match from what I've seen. I I you know Seth and Bray kind of just took it to the next limit. I mean, I was just kind of more pissed that it was a DQ in a hell in a cell. That was that was my big thing after the second year in a row, because I did go back and check, and it did happen when they got DQ'd uh, last year, a hell in a cell, when it was Strowman versus Roman. And mm-hmm. I, I saw a majority of people being mad at that. They're just like, you know, this is the second year in a row, your hyped-up main event, and you ended it with a DQ. I th- I think like calmer heads prevailed when you know once the smoke settled down, and I think that's what people were more mad about because we basically got the same story two years in a row. But I'm watching the video of those people. Like what was the one guy of him bought you know the, he bought one of those uh, replica titles and those things aren't cheap. They're like what damn near three hundred dollars something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and he's like slamming it down on the ground and, you know, yelling and cursing and swearing. And I'm like, this is how my four-year-old throws a temper tantrum. Well, like, he already paid for the bitch, so. I mean, they're not going to, you know, it's not going to hurt them. You just busted up a $300 purchase, which. You Get know, money. It's your, it's your damn fault. But I, 
I saw all that. I'm just like, just seeing people. And like the one guy who was screaming at Seth and like trying to get him to fight him. And, you know, I was ashamed and embarrassed to be a wrestling fan at that point. Like, that was just, that was uncalled for. And the sheer embarrassment of seeing people going online and basically acting like assholes. I was like, see, this is why we still get made fun of. This is why people do not take wrestling fans seriously. It's because of assholes like you. And then my dad actually brought up a really good point. And he goes, you know, it's just not, he he goes, it's not just wrestling fans. He goes, there's fans in the NFL. There's fans in the NBA. You know, there's fans of hockey that go fucking crazy. Like uh, when Philadelphia in the Super Bowl. That is like, true. That was like I do with eat horseshit. Yeah. During the Super Bowl. Or even in um Tiff, what was the game called? That Browns game. That Browns game that everyone threw all of the bottles on the field and like yes. they literally lost their mind. Because of that, there that is the reason that no stadium, and this is for concerts, games, everything, has glass bottles anymore because yeah. of that. That's yeah. why aluminum bottles were created for yeah. sports events. Because that was the year we were supposed to make the playoffs. The yeah. refs made a bad call, and so they got upset and was throwing bottles on the field. That's, yep, that's exactly what happened. And it's unfortunate, but it's just, it's just, it was a, it was a dumb reaction to a damn near perfect finish, if you ask me, because it played right into Bray Wyatt's entire character. It encompassed what he was and what he is trying to be to the WWE in terms of a character. And the way I explained it so people would understand, and some people still don't get it, but it's simple. Undertaker is an entity. He's considered to be a supernatural being, right? So you see him, he comes out there, the lights go up. Sometimes they get the lightning effect. Um, <clears throat> he's known for his casket matches, buried alive matches, shit like that. He'll come out the, the bottom of the ring and take you to hell kind of stuff. And I find it to be so odd that people will love and praise Undertaker for that, but you get something similar to that. It's adjacent to it, and you completely miss the entire function of the match. All you cared about is what you wanted. You did not understand what you got. And that that's what really upset me, because I'm like, this was not a bad pay-per-view. I don't understand what people actually want from WWE. And then when they explain it, I'm like, well, you got a decent storyline here. You had something to get you emotionally invested in it, and you spit it on them. You basically was like, this is bullshit. This ain't what I wanted. And I'm like, well, what do you want? I'm like, you want bra and panty matches again? You want motherfuckers, they giving you the sexualized story with Lana and Bobby Lashley, which, by the way, what? Okay? No one asked for that. Definitely nobody didn't wants ask to see that. that. Don't nobody want to see Bobby Lashley's 13-year-old ball-headed ass in the, in the damn bed with this bad wig wearing, fucked up lipstick wearing ass bitch. Didn't nobody want to see that shit. 
We didn't need to see that. I was I was like, this is nasty. Okay. Um Bruce was I'm gonna say this right about right. I'm gonna say uh, this about Hell and Cell, and then we can move on from it. Um, well, first I'll finish talking about like that the last Hell in a Cell match. Um, mm-hmm. See, I'm usually the one who I also like understand stuff like that quickly. And at first, like I understood the brutality of it, but I still stand by where I I was like on I would have done it where. I would have, and technically, it wasn't a DQ, it was a match stoppage where someone tried to correct us. Um, Thank you. I would have, I would have waited till that part, I would have had this all in the ring when he literally had his hand down his throat and Seth was literally like vomiting up blood. I would have had them stop it then. I think if they did it then, people would have been like, oh, and I would have did it. I would have stopped it then. And I would have had like had it been like very dramatic. Like the, the it raises up, the lights completely turn on. You got everybody running down. You have Triple H running down. You have um like doc like people who actually look like doctors, not like the fake doctors that we have. Like actual sort people who look EMTs. like medical professional. Yeah. Yeah. And like have them have like um Heyman come down like all of like the higher like fit finley like all the higher up like devon like the higher up people and they be looking around like whoa like what is going on that's what i would have done i would have just as soon as that happened they would have i would have been like stop it turn the lights on cut the music cut everybody's mics off we're done like literally i would have had it that dramatic that would have worked but they probably still would have booed that too just saying. No, because if I was there, I would have been like, oh my god, what happened? What happened? I would have been hyped. I would have been like, oh my god, he's bleeding everywhere. <laughs> yeah, for real. They could have had, and then they should have had Mike, because, you know, Michael Cole's very good at being somber. They should have yeah. had Michael Cole been out there and been like, or like, honestly, we're going to cut, like, I think we're going to cut the feeds. This is just very hard to look at. And blah, blah. Like, I would have really put that over. To being like, we're like, we don't, we don't even know what happened. Like, this is like, this is just like, we can't even, we can't control him. So it can be like a thing where he's an entity, but you like, you literally can't control him. Like, everyone is at his will. And then he's just like, and have him just like pop up and disappear. That's how I would have yeah. done it. I wouldn't have minded that either. Yeah, I would have had it. Like, if you want to be dramatic, I would have gave you the drama. Because, especially, I don't know how it went over at, at, like, on a live crowd, but I know uh, for us, people would have been, oh, shit. Yeah. I I probably would have lost my shit and broke kayfabe and be like, you know, that little kid again, like, oh my god, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah, like, literally. And then oh, I'm seeing and, and even have people like see I'm just like I should work now. Once once I find and I was like I should work there. And I literally would have had like people like randomly looking at my like that not that stupid like back like how they do like that side viewing of monitors, like have people like who quote unquote just so happen to walk by, just like 
like the whole looking. back backstage is looking. Everybody back there is looking at the monitors like, oh my god. And right. I don't even have just like superstars. I would have like people, like production people, like people, like makeup or like regular people back there just like stop. Like people just like stop what they're doing. And then like even though no one really likes to play up like their relationship would be like someone be like, Hey, you should probably get out here. We gotta he's not doing too hot. <laughs> we gotta take him <laughs> to the hospital. Uh-oh. Well, here's the other thing that people don't get, because I'm seeing people online uh, going after the ref, and I'm like, you guys realize the ref is in on all of this, right? Like, this this is a storyline. Everyone's playing their part. If the ref was being an asshole and did it on purpose, that's one thing. But the only time a ref really steps in and stops the match is if they're throwing up that X that someone's injured and they can't keep going. So it's just I'm just like, you guys are arguing about a ref doing his job. He's in on the storyline. For fuck's sakes. Come on. Oh, and speaking of Cody, he did release a statement. Uh, responding to the AEW chants heard at Hell in a Cell. And I quote, I'm only quoting some of it because I'm not watching the whole, watching the whole damn interview because fuck that. And I quote, I mean, when those come up, I wasn't watching the pay-per-view, but when those come up, your phone starts blowing up and your social media starts blowing up. Whenever the crowd chants something, whether it's boring, whether it's promotion, whether it's your name, it means they want to be rewarded with something. That's just kind of when you're in the ring wrestling 101, and we know what we want, and we know that we want to reward them. So it was, it was flattering. I wouldn't be one to gloat about it. It only because I know that one of the guys in the match can concussed, and this job ain't that easy. And nevertheless, whether we hear those chants, it's more validation that we're doing and what we've been saying about this market existing, it's real. So basically, he said nothing in that whole interview. Yeah, that doesn't even mean anything. I don't even that makes no that statement. That's just very roundabout. Whatever. He was uh, gloating. Yeah, and oh, no, but we can move on from Hell in a Cell, but the one takeaway is the Kabuki Warriors is doing their I want to say slow, looks like slow yes. heel turn. Um, Asuka bringing back the green mist, which is funny because I said, um, you guys in the other group chat, the, what was that video? It was like 10, or it was like 10 previous, um, finishers that new superstars need to adopt. And that was one of them, but it was for Finn Balor for the demon, which I still think would be really good. I think he should have red mist, but because obviously the very, Japanese obviously thing and I think and I obviously and like what they point out in the countdown to be a great way for him to honor his even we know Finn's not Japanese but his roots there because he did develop and grow as like a person and a wrestler there and I just thought I was like oh that's so cool because I was and then I was like literally when's the last time you seen green any mist on t on WWTV it's been a few years I think the last time was like randomly on 205 Live, and before that, I don't even remember the last time. Like, it's been a very long time because it's not used often. Um, but 
I was just like, oh, I popped so hard for it. I didn't even care. I got so excited. Like, that's literally the background on my phone. I marked out. <laughs> like, it just seeing Oscar standing there with, like, the green mist still running down her face. And uh, I was and smiling. Tajiri is somewhere smiling. So proud of her. <laughs> Tajiri oh, and the great you. Luda are so happy somewhere. I love that whole spot. Oh, that's fine. I was, and speaking of that, I'm. We can all. This can be like our segue into Raw. I was very shocked. Becky got missed in. <laughs> I didn't see that yet, but I'm kind yeah, of here she, for that. <laughs> she she got a face full. And she's like covered in it. And like honestly, yeah, she's covered. I would be like trying to sell it so hard for whoever's doing it, but like internally screaming, like I guess got missed. Like I don't know why that seems like a badge of honor to me. And I guess maybe because my creative wrestler uses that move like anytime. But it, I don't know. It's just something so cool about seeing that. And it's just like, um, she sold it, though, man. She was she did. on the She sold it real good. She was, like, screaming, holding her eyes. And I'm just like, all right, Becky. All right. Cool. So, um, a fun statistic about that. Hold on. Let me put up this tweet. So, I'm quoting it. Average. This is from Russell Features. Shout out to Russell Features. They're back online. Super happy about yeah. that. Um, that was the first time in since. Hold on, hold on. I'm about to have it. I want to say since Tajiri. Um, it's the first time since May. In the first time since May 2018. Um, WWE TV that Becky Lynch has been pinned on WWE TV. It was seven months since she had, oh. 17 months since she was pinned on WWE TV, and it was by Kyrie Sane. So obviously, like that ups her stock tremendously. And I was, and then when I retweeted this, I was like, I was very disappointed how no one in commentary said that. Because I looked at it, I was like, she hasn't been pinned in a long time. And I was like, she hasn't been pinned in a really, really long time. And when I saw that, I'm like, no one mentioned that? No nope. Commentary struggling, dude. Like, oh, raw yeah, commentary. It's horrible. horrible. I, I have to watch it. On, I have to turn it on mute because I just, and I'm not giving uh, Vic, Vic Phillips, is that the guy's name? Joseph. Uh, it's Vic, Vic Joseph. Joseph. Mm-hmm. All right, because I keep I keep calling Sarah Sarah Logan Sarah Morgan, so I do apologize to Sarah <laughs> Logan. My bad, my bad. Um, but he's, he he I can listen to. Lawler cannot keep up, and this Dio guy he sucks. He, no, and then it came out today that Lawler's not happy on commentary, and then I'm like. Of course, dude, because this is not your decade. This isn't your era. It's a whole new thing. If you don't have anything perverted to say or kissing anyone's ass, you really have no purpose of being there. Like, sorry, I don't think they should have put him there in the first place. 
I and think they said, if they were gonna, my thing was, I felt like if they were gonna do this by switching around the commentary as drastically as they did, then they needed to keep it, they needed to do something different from what they had already done. So they got Mickey on main event, put her ass on Raw. She's not gonna be wrestling for a while, make her do commentary for Raw, keep Vic Joseph there, and then find a third. Find somebody who has great personality who isn't going to be wrestling. So maybe if No Way Jose isn't wrestling, put him out there. That would work. But That's what they yeah. used to do back in the day when, like, Mr. Perfect and all of them were hurt. They would put him on commentary. But Dio Madden ain't it. He ain't it. And he well, really irritates my soul. Like, this draw was, was horrible. Like, this is probably one of the worst draws I've seen all year. And they weren't I stopped watching it after a while. They weren't there in Bakersfield. They were in Bakersfield. But they might as well have been in fucking Chicago, dude. Like, no one was, like, no one got pops during their entrance. Like, the Viking Raiders came out. I'm just going to be switching their names up. But you guys know who I'm talking about. War Raiders, Viking Experience, whatever the hell their name is. They came out, and usually they get a really big ovation. They got nothing. Like, no one was doing anything during the matches. Like, they were just sitting well, there, like... They popped, like for the, they popped for the women, which I thought was fascinating. Um, yeah. But, yeah, they they popped, uh, they cheered for Becky, chanted for Becky. They wooed, wooed Charlotte. They were really loud for Asuka and Kyrie, especially when they started talking Japanese, because, you know, sometimes, depending on what's part of the country you're at they'll, stu- they'll do stupid what chance but they were into it and I was very uh, shocked by it they were yeah. super into it yeah, they were and I'm like what the fuck did you just call me like I'm getting offended <laughs> like what the fuck did you just say uh uh-uh. uh like oh, and then I you know they're laughing okay, so they... like Mm-mm. I was like oh okay so they heels alright I can, I can fuck with this Let's see where this goes. Yeah, Becky got I missed it. I was like, oh shit. Oh, she gonna keep it, keep it. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm I all for it. What's your deal? I'm glad she on TV. I'm all fucking for it. And you know what? Like, people are giving shit to you know Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, but you know what? And I I'm gonna give Alexa some respect right here. They did what they had to do to get those belts trying to be relevant again. Because after basically being gone for like six months, and now they they were on every Raw, they were on every SmackDown. I don't know about NXT. I'm sorry, but no, they weren't there. Okay, but they were on every Raw, they were on every SmackDown, they were at mm-hmm. every pay per view, way form or another. They were defending the titles, or they were at least on TV with them. And yeah. I'm like, okay. You guys are putting in the work. You guys are making sure, like, hey, please remember these, because we're trying to make something out of them, even though they gave them to a team who did not deserve them. So big, big props to Alexa for, you know, at least showing up and showing that damn belt on TV. That's She at least shows up to work. Exactly. For that. Yeah. But Raw as a whole, man, like, I'll be honest, the minute I turned it on and I saw Bobby Lashley and Lana, I was like, oh, my God, no. Like, 
it's the Attitude Era. No, not this crap again. And so what's Lana's gimmick? She stole all of Rusev's money, and now she's mooching off of Bobby Lashley? Is that her yep. gimmick? Real Joanne the Scamber with it. Yep. Uh-uh. And they still ain't explaining what the fuck is going on. She needs to... I don't. I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to see fucking low class porn on my TV. Like, ew. I go look that up myself. Even good porn could have at least did it with somebody who's semi attractive. Brazzers, Brazzers came after him, dude. They're like, hey WWE, if you need help with production value, let us know. We kind of know what we're doing. I'm like, oh shit. Hold on, 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 hold on. First of all, how the fuck are you going to talk about somebody's production value when you literally will shoot a damn video behind the, a building next to a garbage can? All you need to do is make sure the dick is shown, the pussy is shown, and the girl make the right sound. Don't, don't, don't. First of all, shut the fuck up, Brazzers. That's the first thing. Mind your business and stay in your lane. Cause you you out of your league, bitch. Real talk. Like all they need is somebody true running the WWE social media account. And be like, when you get some real bitches on there whose titties don't look like baseballs and fucking soccer balls tacked onto you, cut in half, then you can tell me what the fuck I need to do with my production value. Until then, worry about them tether ball titty, bleach blonde bitches you running around with. Worry about that. That's how you handle it. Or they should have the people. I don't know who's running the Fox WWE Twitter, but they're my favorite person in the world. Wow, what is it? They're just funny. They're so shady. Someone said something about Sasha there. What did they say? Oh my gosh, what did he say? He said something, and he was like, and they were like, well, she shouldn't have tapped. Oh, shit. I was like, you know what? And That's they always say shit right there. And they've said some well and then they've said and they always say like some random stuff. I'm like, who is running this account? <laughs> the same person running the windy social media, dude. Oh no, they'd be way worse. They'd be way more savage if that was the same person. Oh hell yeah. They need to hire that person ASAP. The person who'd be running the Wendy's account be going off. I want Twitter and I want a Twitter war between Wendy's and SmackDown's account. Oh, <laughs> because God. that's be entertaining as shit. But uh, so I I tuned out after the women's tag match because I just I was falling asleep during Raw, and um, I just the watched it. The match was good. Surprise! The I, women were carrying the show. Was like hell in Shocker! Jesus. I do want to give the oh shit moment of the night to Helena Cell to to Sasha when Becky set her up. Because I saw that move when Becky set her up on the chair with the fucking kendo sticks. And you see Becky the cross sign and then she just like, oh my god. Like, that was, oh, that was so cool. Like, and I've never seen that done think, before, like in WWE. I think Raw was really lackluster because they were not able to do the fallout of Seth and um, Bray Wyatt's match. 
And that really like put a damper had on to tell the show. Them, like they literally had to tell them to go home because yep. y'all was y'all were wilding out. Yep. Well, if y'all had, if everybody had to just stop tripping and really just let it be what it was, you could have probably understood it better when Seth came out and explained his actions or and you was able to really get a grip of what we watched. But because of that, WWE scrapped it completely and left it where it was. So now you ain't getting shit. Well, Bray's supposedly injured. Like something happened and he's like he's he's not it's not like serious from what I've seen uh the reports on. It's just kinda something they want to monitor to make sure he's okay and like can continue doing it. But I just so did the Raw I'm even have it? Real for real, but I'm pretty sure that's how they're using the story to keep him off TV. But I, I really feel like they're doing a disservice to him as the Fiend character. And now the fans are the reason why shit is fucked, fucked up. It's not WWE's fault this time. And that's that's the sad part. And y'all want AEW. Usually it is. I mean, you keep chanting AEW at WWE events, but you keep paying to go to them. That's the first problem I got. You paying to go to the damn event, and you're still chanting AEW. Then, when I looked at AEW's first episode and I watched it, I was like, okay, it was just like watching a WWE, I mean, an AEW pay-per-view. There was no difference to me watching that and watching their pay-per-views. And their biggest thing was Jack Hager coming back, coming to AEW, and I'm like, <laughs> Yo, I don't I know know how I'm not trying to shade nobody, but that was not something to me that, that was that was amazing. It was good that he is back wrestling because I actually liked it when Jack Swagger was in WWE. Um I thought it was funny when he had his little lisp and everything. He was trying <laughs> he was trying to talk and he had a, a strong lisp. But, I mean, I like Jack Swagger's wrestling style. I didn't have an issue with that, but I didn't consider him to be somebody that would get that kind of a pop. And, I mean, it was massive. They acted like Bret Hart had came back or something. It was huge. And I'm just like, what are we looking at here? What What am I looking at? What is, what is going on? Um, and, I'm going to make a comment about Jack Hager. So... Everyone wants that again. No one wants to keep the same energy with AEW that they do for AEW that they do for WWE. They're wants to talk about like how progressive they are, blah, 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 which they are with, with very limited and few things. But you think about So they have Jack Hager brought him back as... Mm-hmm which they're toting, I think they're eventually want him to be one of their bigger people the way they presented him. But that mm-hmm. dude is tr- extremely all lives matter, transphobic. Mm. And you have a trans woman who is supposed to be one of the stars in your company, but you have Ooh. one of, you basically hired him. So basically, he they hired someone. Basically, him, Brandy Orton, and 
AJ Styles probably all go to the same um, clam light meetings. Damn. On certain. Excuse me, I need to take a drink because God damn. So. Fuck. That hurt me. Like, shit. Hurt my feelings. Oh, well. It's true. <laughs> yeah, so it's just kind of like, so that's why when I saw him, and I'm like, I remember he was very, like, all lies mattery, but I didn't think it was that bad, but then people were posting receipts, and I was like, ooh. But then I'm like, don't be trying to act like you're that progressive. Stop it. Just stop. Just say you're an alternative. Stop acting like you're doing this and doing that. I still have not seen Sonny Kiss on my TV. You're not going to see him on your TV. No. I wouldn't be surprised if he left already. To be honest with no. you. He the seems sport. really excited to be there per like his interview that he had with Chris Van Valet and his media, but he needs to get used. Well, I just looked at the dynamite card that they have so far for next week and we'll get into it. And again, there's no sunny kiss. There's no uh, well, we'll get into AEW here in a little bit. I feel like most of the time on this thing, all we do is bitch about it, but they make it so fucking easy. But at the same well, time, Cody... it's not fair for In our defense, Alexis, it's not fair for us to talk shit about WWE and give WWE their shit, and we don't give AEW theirs. We're equal no, opportunity I'm... shit pushers. Okay? Hey, I'm not saying... I'm not saying that, man. I'm just saying that Cody should be paying us for all the promotion we give his fucking wrestling that he built for his wife. Promotion. Okay? Facts, I'm giving his talent that I like promotion, not him. So did did Raw even have a main event, or did they just have Strowman go up against that boxer guy? They had Strowman and the boxer dude Talk, they were in the middle of the ring and basically they just kind of had their little words and then they tried to fight. The refs stopped it. That was it. And they set the match for Crown Jewel. It's going to be Tyson Fury versus Braun Strowman. Oh, Lord. I'm yeah, actually man. kind of interested in that. Not in Crown Jewel. I watch it on clips on YouTube. I, I, I have not watched that pay-per-view since it became a thing. And we're not going to start now. Yeah. Well, I can understand this that. This NWA set is so cool. Oh, yeah. Didn't they just have, like, their 70th anniversary show or something like that? Yeah, their premiere today was today. I don't know. Roger seemed very boring, and I'm surprised that we didn't get more videos of people chanting refunds. But... You know, y'all y'all caused this. You know, there's no there was no universal title. There was no Seth Rollins. There was no Fiend except to like the very end after te- the the show went off air and he attacked Cesaro. But you mm-hmm. know, you know this is yeah. So this is what well, you well, asked for. Facts on question. facts. Say it again for the cheap seats, Nicole. This is y'all fault. What you yeah. get, period. I'm not mad that I saw Lucha House Party. I wish maybe they actually won over the OC because the OC were getting their ass whooped, and then they did the beatdown thing, which I'm already kind of tired of. But 
So one last question, and then we'll move on from Raw. Do you think California, or at least Sacramento and Bakersfield, I was just going to say Sacramento, do you think Sacramento has become the new Chicago, that WWE will not be welcome there for a very, very long time? Oh, yeah, they ain't going there for uh, a while. Yeah, I don't think they're going they back still, to Sacramento. They still go to Chicago. They still you go to Chicago, to though. Yeah, they still but go to Chicago, but I don't think they're going back to Sacramento. Yeah, not for like a while. That's, that's a wrap. No, I would honestly... I How are you liking the podcast so far? I hope you guys are enjoying it. If you have a topic that you think we should be discussing on Down for the Cow, don't hesitate to contact us. You can send us a voice message right here on the Anchor app, or you can hit us up on social media. Our Instagram is at D4TC underscore podcast. Our Twitter is at Down for the Count 19. And we'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll let you get back to the podcast. Go back there if I was them. I wouldn't go. Fuck that. For what? They don't appreciate what what you're giving out. Honestly, I would, like, release that city and call, and I would, like, call up Tony Khan and be like, you can have those people. I don't want them. Facts on facts. Mm-hmm. We got more wrestling coming up this weekend. We have, or this week actually. So what? Tomorrow we have NXT on USA. We have AEW on TNT. We have Impact. We have a lot more stuff going on. Impact but today, I technically. Oh, Impact yeah. today. So Wait, te- it's yeah, it's on Tuesdays. They're running the pay-per-views until, like, clips from the pay-per-views. Like, they'll put on full-on matches that they've had from the last year that were very popular. And then they talk about them. They put the matches on until the 29th. That's right after Bound for Glory, I think the pay-per-view was called. And then they're going to have the very first show. Okay. Then they're going to have the very first show on Access TV. And that's how they're going to do it. Because it's really not the show. Because I actually watched it. See, Nicole, I watched it. (laughs) It I just want you to get used to, I just want you to get used to tuning in. She, she be on it. Like, uh, Tiffany, in fact, is on on Tuesdays on Access. But I did watch it. I watched it last week. When it first, it was, I think it was when it first came on, it was last week, but I did watch that. I watched, um, I'm going to watch this week's episode because I don't, I've never seen these pay-per-views. I've never seen any of this. So it was interesting to me. I think the first episode had that X match on there that they're famous for. And they had yes, the jumper ex- cable. Oh, like, oh, I love that. I love ex- those matches. Ex- yeah. They had the X division match and they had a, the belt was hanging in between there. And they had um, Rich Swan was in that match. Somebody from OBE was in there. It was it was an interesting match. I was looking at it, I'm like, this shit is so much fun. And I watched 
what else did I see? Because I can't remember. I watched a couple I, of things. Then I went on Fight TV to see if I could see some more of Tessa Blanchard. Because I do get to see her on Wild Wrestling. But I wanted to see... I just wanted to see the stuff that be happening in Impact. Because I've never seen her intergender stuff in there. I've never seen that. So I was watching that. And I was like, oh, shit. I've been missing out. Nicole was right. I hate it. Just <laughs> right. say it again so she can gloat. You know she wants to. No. <laughs> oh, like, she's just, so right. It Eli was, it was really good. Is, is very, very great looking. Good for him. Who? Eli Drake. Looks very, very nice. Good for him. <laughs> But oh, yes, I was right though. Shit. <laughs> I just got a little thing here on my phone because I get notifications. Raw viewership down from last week's season premiere episode. Well, no shit, dude. What do you expect? Well, yeah, dumbass. Well, and I also, think, if, and I think then after also, they do the draft, it'll go back up. So. And viewership isn't going to be that great. And someone on Twitter was talking about the pyramid of sports. You think about it. So hockey slowly coming back. Football yeah. is in full swing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I stopped watching because I, I was switching back and forth between the Browns game, which I wish I didn't because that Browns game was so bad. So bad. Oh, my so God. Mad about, oh, my God. It was so bad. Oh, my God. I was so embarrassing. They killed um, us. Oh my god, so embarrassing. Um, so it was so bad. Watch like watch my team get destroyed or watch a really bad episode of Raw. So I was like doing both and being miserable. So I was like, you know what? I'm just not gonna watch any any, any either of these anymore. But yeah, and people don't understand that when people, because I know like certain AEW fanboys are gonna be like, um. The ratings are low because they're killing it over at AEW. It's like, um, no, because um, on Wednesdays you don't have to come, you don't have to directly compete with Monday Night Football and hockey. Mhm. Which is the reason you're the reason. Yeah, and that's the reason you're on a fucking Monday, so people can actually watch you by the time basketball season rolls around. So don't get too huffy. Yeah. That's literally the only reason you're on Wednesdays. And that's why I think it's smart that SmackDown on Fridays. When NBA Finals smart SmackDown on Fridays. Huh? I thought it was smart to put SmackDown back on Fridays. Not because it was, you know, it needed to go there, but just for the simple fact that there's nothing on on Fridays. There's really nothing on TV on Fridays. And you either going out or you're trying to watch reruns of the the TV shows that came on during the week, or they put on what is that, um, 48 hours or something like that, or something, <laughs> some mystery shit. That's pretty much it. No, and and here's what I was just thinking, because like AEW needs to to chill out because once the NBA finals, because like. I used to really be in the basketball and like the NBA finals, there's like a game on almost every single day. So there may, there may be, I want to say maybe a month span where either AEW is going to get pushed back by a couple hours 
Or... Furthermore, they may not be on TV because they are on TNT. The NBA Finals usually play out on TNT and ESPN. The playoffs play and out on more... TNT. What about TBS? I thought they were on TBS too. No, that's oh, MLB mostly, that's on TBS. Majority. Yeah, TBS is um, baseball. It's literally yeah. all of as much basketball you can put on one channel. That's what's on TNT. Like there's so yeah. because okay, so tidbit for where I guys work at. I won't tell you guys where I work at, obviously, but um, <laughs> where I work at with the sports was a sports place, and we play obviously all of this shit. So. And but during certain times of the year, like right now, that's why I'm uh, right now. Like we have all like we always have ESPN. Those that's one of the channels that we constantly have at work. But we also keep, we get like a lot of the weird stuff, like the Fox. Uh, I think we always have spot Fox Sports One. Um, but mm-hmm. we get a lot of like the weird like football channels and like a lot, a lot of the stuff that we don't have because it's football. That's what football falls on. Once it starts getting towards the latter, the middle of the year, once basketball season starts popping up and hockey starts popping up, that's when we get, like, a TNT again. That's when we get TBS. So, like, a lot of the time, that's what, that's what always kind of sucks because I always end up having to change a few of the TVs in the restaurant because, you know, they always show, like, Family Guy or something like that, and it's generally supposed to be a sports bar, but sometimes if it's, late enough and we're about to close or it's just like we're slow and I'm like I'm just gonna let these movies play on a couple of these channels like I don't care it's like we're gonna close in like 30 minutes or whatever I'm like if they really want to watch what sports going on they can move closer towards the bar and look at those watch those TVs but that's what I'm saying I was like so but the good thing is we have Fox and I pre-pro I'm gonna pre-program the big screen to play to play um smackdown while i'm at work so i can somewhat get some enjoyment out of my time (laughs) well we'll see yeah yeah y'all need to be yeah y'all need to be careful because they don't give a shit because that's where they make their money from yep you have you haven't made them no money yet you might make them some money (laughs) by then but not compared to basketball Oh man, I, when I was really big into the NBA, like I when there was, when there was the playoffs, one of my friends would have um, like these huge parties, and we'd all get there at like 6 p.m. because the first game would come on at like 7:30 or 8 o'clock, or pre pregame would be like seven seven o'clock. And half the time, I would end up crashing over at his house if I didn't have to work the next day because they always show. They got the one game going on, and then they switch to another one. So you're up till at least what one, two o'clock in the morning, my time, watching uh, basketball, and you're just sitting there drinking and eating, and you know, next thing you know, you're passed out on your friend's couch, and you're just like, "This is comfy. I'll I'll leave in the morning," you know. <laughs> it's even yeah. later if you're on. It's even later when you're on the way on the West Coast. Correct. Right. Well, think about the West this too. Coast, this is like two, three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. You guys remember the uh, Westminster Dog Show that used to, yeah. you know, 
no Raw this week because of the dog show. And now you're like, there's no way USA would do that to Raw anymore. They wouldn't be like, hey, so we're going to make you guys go on a Tuesday because of a dog show. No. No, I've never seen, like, since coming back to USA, I have not seen that dog show overtake Raw. But honestly, I like, I like that. I like that dog show. Yeah, mind the dog show. <laughs> They should have uh, ran that dog show on Monday. Might as well. <laughs> and they should have just had and they should have just had a giant you know, I'm serious. They should have just ran that dog show. Um, those people who came to the stadium be like, Hey, y'all ain't gonna be on TV. We just gonna do a really big dark dark show and yeah. y'all gonna go home. And that's it. Y'all wanna sit here and bitch and act like children, or we're gonna treat you like children. So, Ooh, Chile. Uh, just saying, dude. I mean, grown ass man throwing a $300 toy on the ground. First of all, if you got $300 to spend on a fucking toy, you need to make your life decisions better or you just need to give me all your money. Because, you know, <laughs> give, me, give me your shit. <laughs> I don't know. Just, well, hopefully, I, I, I was not amused, I was not entertained. And this Lana Bobby Lashley thing, Rusev thing, better not get dragged out because it's got it's it reeks of Attitude Era, and I'm not here for it. Like, and I don't want to say that because Rusev is good, and I want to, and I'm supporting Rusev, but it's just I don't want to see Bobby Lashley in bed if that makes sense. Like, automatically sex sex drive killer. Like, no, 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 no. Like. Don't nobody want to see Bobby Lashley in bed with Lana. We good. Nobody I wants mean, to see Bobby It seemed Ugh. odd. It was out of nowhere. And it was such a weird storyline. It was so strange. It was just like, what the, where did this come from? Like, Bobby That's Lashley's that- been gone for months. He was injured. He had an elbow or shoulder injury, so he was gone. And then he comes back. Lana and Rusev have been on TV since WrestleMania. Well, since the Royal Rumble. Well, no, they were on TV after that. It was WrestleMania They've been gone since WrestleMania. And then they come back, and he doesn't want to talk about his wife, which, okay, I'm like, okay, so y'all having problems. Cool. That's part of the storyline. Okay, whatever. I'm cool with that. But then they bring him, he brings her out, and they had this awkward-ass moment because she didn't come out there. And I was like, why is he, I'm like, is he trying to bring this bitch out, and she's too stupid to bring her ass out on time? I'm like, well, here we go. Here we go. She come out there, she slobbing him down, and then, you know what's funny? It's like, people are really upset. They like, well, you shouldn't use your wife in the storyline. I'm like, first of all, I would understand it better if she did not work for WWE, if she was just married to him and became a part of the storyline that way. But right. she is she is a WWE superstar. So the only thing that I say, I said to somebody, because they were just like, I don't like this shit. You should never involve people's personal life. Vince needs to stop doing that. I'm like, what are you talking about? Vince has had whole storylines about himself having a relationship with Sable while he was still married 
he has alluded to sleeping with a bunch of female superstars, okay? Yeah. And on top of that, his daughter, I remember the storyline where his daughter was fighting Sable, and they were going back and forth, back and forth. He even had, one time he had Stephanie, I will never forget that shit, he had Stephanie's ass sacrificed on that damn cross with the Undertaker, and Almost. they had made a, a what, what did they call Almost it? The, the Black Wedding or something like that, which ironically also started my face. <laughs> they put that girl on that cross on Undertaker's emblem, and it was just so, that shit creeped me out. I'm like, he's had his own son beat up by certain superstars. He's done personal shit to his own family in storyline, all in the sake of having a storyline in the wrestling community. His own son sued him. When Shane originally came back, he blackmailed Vince so he can get back in the fold. It's been a lot of shit going on. All I'm right. like, if you're going to go by that logic, then why don't you hold Vince McMahon and his family to that same standard? How come you didn't say that when Vicky and Edge was getting married and he got caught cheating with um with, with, with Alicia Fox? You know what I'm saying? And then when I brought up... making out, because I'm going to throw up all the wine I just drank. I'm <laughs> <laughs> It was just, it was so odd. It was just like, why are you so angry? You don't have a problem in these other scenarios, but you have a problem here. Well, I feel like they should be bringing up um, other people's marriages, and I don't feel like talking about, I'm like, look, I get where you're coming from, but these superstars have to sign on for it to happen. Okay? So it's not like right. they didn't tell them no. And they some of these superstars... Easily because I want I still want to know what Mox refused to say about Roman. And, you know, there are superstars. If you're high enough on the totem pole, you can pretty much be like, yeah, fuck that. I ain't saying shit. But if but you I don't have that. Stone Cold, I remember Stone Cold saying it's really not. He said it's all in what you're willing to do. Even if you high up or if you like Rusev ain't high up, but he would be considered mid card level. He's not obligated to run with that storyline. He doesn't have to do that. He could have easily been like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm not trying to put my way, my wife out there. I'm not trying to do that. They chose to do this. So whatever happens in the meantime, it's on them. Nobody but them. That's why I'm like, I ain't worried about what's going on in your house. I'm only talking about what I see. Damn the rest of that shit. It's also the same people like tripping over um, Mike and Maria, and I'm like, you guys realize they are freaking happily married. This is just a storyline. It's a shitty storyline, but it's a storyline. I feel like they, I'm like, and they don't try too hard to keep kayfabe on like online too, because they'll be like, I love you, and I'm like, um. Well, Mike's over here posting pictures of him and Maria's pregnant ass going to Six Flags celebrating like a cousin or niece's or nephew's birthday. And I'm like, yeah. they're all happy and they're kissing. And he's like, you know, she's the love of my life. She's my rock. We've been through, you know, she's like, we've been through hell and back and we're still stronger, blah, blah, blah. Which yeah, and then someone- you come on raw and he, you bitching him out about him being a, a piece of shit husband. And he crying in the middle of the ring getting fucked up by Rusev. 
I can't, I couldn't, I can't do that. That's the only reason I can't get behind Mike Bennett right now. Cause again, if you're going to cry, it's because we're doing something behind closed doors that you want me to do to you. Like, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I should not be able to walk all over my man unless it's something he asked me to do. Okay. Like I, I, I hate weak men. I'm sorry. Like go to war for me and go to war with me. That is something like, Put up with my shit, but at the same time, no one to say, hey, you need to fucking stop and chill out. Hence, my husband, he keeps me grounded. But, you know, I don't, I don't like, I don't like weak men. I don't, I don't like guys who are easy pushovers. Like, show me some resistance. Show me a backbone. Show me something. Like, I don't want to keep your balls in my purse. Okay? Like... I'll do it. <laughs> you give me the window. I'm a damn sure take it. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I will do it. I'll I'll admit that. I can be a shitty person sometimes, but if you are a soft ass, marshmallow ass motherfucker, I am going to use that to my advantage and I will make you cower every single time just because I can. I'll admit. And that's a fucked up thing to do, but I will. I have done it. I have done it. Well, no, I, I, I can't. I can't do that to my husband because my husband tell me to back up, which yeah, I kind of right. like. You know, I kind of like. I can't do that's that to my husband. So, fact. So, I mean, if I, I'm just gonna be real, if I can do it, you motherfucking right. I'm gonna do it all day, every day. I will do it. With a smile on my face and be as vindictive as possible, and that is a shitty personality trait. I will admit that that is that's fucked up. But in my defense, I'm still a good person. We're not sitting here harassing like sensitive men or whatever, because you know we I I want a guy, and that's why I love my husband. He can be Mr. Hardass, but then at the same notes, I you know he he's not all you know like testosterone-driven alpha male. Saul's Paige's brothers in the news. Um, Are they so, getting the fuck you award of the day? Paige and Paige, just give the fuck you award of the day to Paige's whole family. Just throw the whole to the to the to the night family. Holy shit. So if you guys haven't heard, uh, well, what if, well, two things have happened today in the wonderful world of Paige's never-ending drama-filled life. Um, her boyfriend of some shitty, some shitty wannabe metal band. Who, what was their name again? I can't remember. Uh, Falling in Reverse. He was in Falling in Reverse, oh. and um, I can't think of the second one. I know he was kicked out of one of them. So <laughs> I think it was Falling in Reverse. Yeah, he's. I don't even want to know his name. He's that. What's he, it? Doesn't Escape he... the fate and falling in reverse. Okay, Fall that Escape the fate. He was kicked out of, I believe. Ah, so that dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even worth the name, dude. He's like that asshole who followed John Cena around for YouTube hits. He's not even worth mentioning by name. Not, not even his government name. That dude pissed me off. So we're not even going to mention his name because I don't want anyone giving him any hits. But uh, Paige's boyfriend thought it would be funny to go online. And uh, Nicole, do you want to explain this better than me? Because I'm pretty sure my ass would get kicked if I said something wrong. Oh, um, he basically just like put on like a beanie 
and just did like a bunch of like yo 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 bullshit and was like trying to act like a cholo and it was just it was just really bad throwing up gang signs shit like yeah this guy this guy is wider than me like no like i went to (laughs) i went to high school in like the freaking middle of nowhere and we had you know like we had Latin kings, we had Crips, we had Bloods, we had all that. And yeah. apparently one guy went up to the like co-leader or, or whoever, like second in command of like our local um, our local Latin kings and uh, was doing some shit to him. And the next thing you know, guy's being rushed to the emergency room because he got fucking stabbed in the kidney. Oh and I'm just... You know, I, I was just like, okay, whatever. Look, you do your, you do my thing. I'm just gonna, no, just keep your head down, just keep walking. And um, ah, this guy's a fucking idiot. Like him and Paige deserve each other. I, I can't give Paige any more leeway. Like, there's only so much a person can do. Like, you feel sorry for them until they keep making the same mistakes over and over again, and you realize just, just that's how they are. I can't feel sorry for her anymore. Like, you have a career, or you had a career that people would kill for. You got injured. Instead of doing what you needed to do, you ran around with your boyfriend at the time telling people, oh, he's the one. I'm going to fall in yeah. love with him. I'm going to change him and getting fucking tattoos of him. Never get a guy's name tattooed on you. I have been married for almost 10 years, and I have never once thought about getting my husband's name tattooed on me. Like, no, that's no, 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 no. I noticed the people who get their husband's names or significant others' names tattooed on them. It doesn't last. So I'm keeping, I'm keeping that shit off me. But she's like getting poppy tattooed on her finger and she's like following him around and she's showing up at impact events like sitting in the front row of the fucking luchador mask she's talking shit about that WWE. still was insane to me well <laughs> well under contract she's acting like a complete asshole and the only reason wwe didn't let her go was because they can make some movie with the rock in it and you know i felt sorry for her for the whole del rio thing and all her issues, but it's just like every time I feel sorry for it, I'm like, oh, you know, I should give her a break. You know, we're only human. We, I'm no angel. I've made mistakes too. Blah blah blah. She comes out with shit like this, and I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it anymore with her. She, she's 27 years old, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's 27 now. Start acting like a fucking 27 year old. I can't tell you how to treat that, but I know when I was 27, I wasn't doing shit like this. I was getting ready to get married at 27, so I was working, I was holding down the house, I was making sure my husband's okay, I was, you know, I would work full-time, come home, take care of the house on my days off, cook, clean, whatever. I didn't have time to do bullshit like this when I was 27. Like, that's just, that's some shit a 17-year-old does on Instagram when they're bored and they want attention. Like, no. Now her brother's also being an asshole, too. Oh, Jesus. So, William Regal, well, here's the thing. I've, um, this is all from 411mania.com, so I want to cite my 
my sources here. It says Roy Beavis, the brother of WWE's page. I don't even care if they got I got their last name wrong. Posted a video rant on his Facebook page earlier today. In the video, Beavis claimed the NXT general manager William Regal is trying to keep him and his family out of the WWE. Started with the following in the video. I'm just going to read some of this, um, so not to bore y'all. Um, been told I can't go to WWE tryouts again because I threatened an NXT trainer or whatever. Bottom line is, Regal has spiked, spiked my family off. Well, we heard he was slagging our family off. A lot of wrestlers told us he was slagging us off, calling us Pikey Stun, and my dad's a gangster, blah, blah, blah. Basically, he went on a Facebook rant, Facebook video, and ran it about how William Regal supposedly came at, came for his family, calling him all kinds of names, and then um, basically threatened a NXT official with bod- bodily physical harm, which is not cool. And then Regal responded on Twitter, and he's, quote, I hate doing this, but no choice. Roy, Patty, you've got my number. Be the men, the both of you. And call me up, Roy. Just recheck the Facebook threatening a WWE staff member in public from last week and see how it affects your family. This is on you. The whole problem is, is Paige's brothers are mad that they never got a, uh, a tryout. But isn't one of them, like, didn't one of them get arrested for a felony and that's why he can't get a work visa? Is that or Okay, so or to be frank, both of even though, and they've, and I think her parents have even said this, even though Paige's brothers wrestled for longer than her, she was significantly better than, than both of them. That's the first thing. That's, that's the first thing. The second is that the one, I, can't, I don't remember which one is which, one of them actually did make tryouts with her, but they, he didn't get past the London callback to go to FCW. Hmm. Okay. So, and then the thing is, the other one who got, he had a felony violence offense. Not only will you, you cannot get a visa, you um, cannot get a visa into the United States, WWE will not hire you as well. Okay. No. Alexis, you still there? I'm still here, but you're all static. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Nicole, are you there? Yeah. Hold on a second. Okay. That's weird. Is that better? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Okay. So he couldn't get a. So let me make sure. So he couldn't get a visa. One of them could not get a visa because he had a felony. And if you're getting a, uh, is it just a work visa or a visa altogether that you can't? You have to be like 100% squeaky clean to even be able to get to apply for one, much less get approved by it. Okay. So let me let me see if my brain can handle this because. Not sponsored, but if you have never had Winking Owl Moscato, it is the shit, and it will get you white girl wasted. Trust me. 
I haven't. I never drink their. Well, I don't drink Moscato, but I've had their white. Uh, was it their white Zinn or their rosé? And it was actually pretty good. Shout out to all these. Two ninety nine. I love Moscato. It was so good. You know how trash you can get off this shit for three bucks? Hell yeah. And okay, so <laughs> let me. So let me. Re, let me just. Let me make sure I understand this. So one of Paige's brothers has a felony. Yeah. And if it you're getting. The- and this is the one who was complaining online about saying that he was getting intentionally held back within NXT, but was like, you had all those things. And then he was, and then, well, he tried to say like, oh, well, I've been to us four times. That's a different going to the us for a visit is different than applying for an actual work visa in the working and living in the United States. That's something completely different. You can you can kind of go depending on how bad it is, but you can't stay there for very long though. No. And it's just very stu and it's just very stupid because it's like, yes, William Regal is ahead of NXT talent. Because at first he tried to say it was that NXT and then he tried to flip it. Um someone tried one of his dumb fans were trying to flip it. And said that, oh, he was talking about NXT UK. And I'm like, well, he has nothing to do with talent at NXT UK. So I was like, so, okay, so what's going on? What's the tea? (laughs) So you're just trying to, you're just backpelling. And he was trying to be like, oh, and I was like, you do realize, it's like, I know your whole family's stupid, apparently, now that we all see. But it was like, you do realize that your sister still is technically employed with them, which I feel like, I don't know how long her contract is, but I feel like once it's done, they're not doing any, they're not going to renew it or anything. And I and wouldn't should either. just take the hit and terminate her. Yeah. I mean, I what honestly, are they doing with their hands? She's not doing anything. She's in and out of having neck surgeries and stuff and like sucks for her, but it's like her whole family, just throw the whole family away. They're nothing but white trash with a fancy accent. Okay. God damn! <laughs> but, no, I don't know just... who it was, but someone on Twitter called him Carney Trash. Ooh. What? Apparently, that's a big insult over there. Good for them. It is. Oh it's a bad... That's basically the insult of saying like your mom's a slut, pretty much. Like it's up there. I mean, I. I don't get it. This whole I'm not, and I'm not saying I'm not taking anything away from Paige athletically. But this girl has been nothing but a mess since she's came in. Cause it's just like, like every guy she's with, there's always an issue. There's always, you know, a breakaway, like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm so happy now and blah, blah, blah. I just remember that moment from total divas when she's sitting there with Natty and Summer Rae and she's just gushing over Del Rio. Like he is the end all to be all. And, you know, he's perfect. And the whole time, the look on their faces, I know Total Divas can be scripted, but, like, the whole time, the looks on their face, Natty looks so done, and Summer Rae's just sitting there with the really bitch look on her face the entire freaking time. And they're trying to tell her, like, you know, he's not a good guy, he's had history of cheating, you know, he, he cheated on his wife, blah, 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 and she's like... And then she says, well, I can change him. No, bitch, you can't. Anytime you say you need, you can change somebody, abort. Get the fuck out of there. Like, that's not going to be a good relationship for you. 
Like, no. You, you remember a while back you asked what the definition of dickmatize was? That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yep. From a, that's what, what? the dickmatize is. It's Alberto Del Rio. Like, ew. You must like, have that smooth stroke. I don't know. <laughs> Shit. I literally like, almost choked on it. <coughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's the definition uh, of dignitized. That's what it is. I don't think I would get that with Fandango, but I could see it with Del Rio. Oh, I would. Oh, oh yes, sure. you can. Oh, yes, you can. Cage is just stupid. looking at them leg tattoos, and they get to talking in that deep voice. Yeah, Shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Run around and get pregnant on first night fucking with him. Look, all I'm just saying with Fandango, I need him. I'd have an itch to scratch and he'd be available. That's all I'm saying. But anyway. Look, he's, he's pretty to look at, okay? But if we're going... Like, in real life, yeah, I probably would be. But in character, I would be like, just shut up and do what you need to do so I can, like, go get some pizza afterwards. Well, like, Fandango's one of those guys that can smile at you and make you feel good. When you find a dude like that, you either need to run as fast as you can or marry his ass right then and there. Just, just not even the first date. Just take him to Justice of the Peace and get married right then and there, right? Yep, it's my husband. You're not going nowhere. That's how you. That's how you know you're crazy. Like if a dude, it's two types of dickmatized relationships. You got one like Paige, where she just pretty much follow whatever he do, whatever he do, whatever he says, she right behind him, like a little puppy. Mm. Or you crazy, like right. showing up at his work the day after y'all have sex, crazy. Nah. Nah, I, I've never done any of that shit. Like, like for a one-night stand, that kind of dick. Luckily, <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I mean, are we talking about, like, one-night stand, like, showing up at his work with fucking lunch the next day, or, like, making breakfast? Period. Like, okay, I'm gonna put the scenario out. Mm-hmm. It could be a one-night stand. Okay. It could be y'all dating, and you finally... Decide to be exclusive, so you sleep with him. It could be y'all on a date. You had sex with him on the first date. It could be any scenario you think of. And you have sex with this dude. And you just so enthralled with the emotion of what just happened that your ass yeah. is at his job. Bring him lunch. Try to find out who is that woman he's talking to. When you know in your mind it's probably his supervisor, his manager, a co-worker that he not fucking, but you don't care because he's talking to this other bitch. That's the kind of crazy dickmatized I'm talking about. We talking yes. full on, full blown, I will put the GPS on your phone right after we have sex type of crazy. Jesus, no, I'm not that fucking crazy. Like, god damn. I just said it's too tight. Just that, I mean, it happens. Also, I know this is very random, but I didn't know that Ronda Rousey had cauliflower ear. 
Her left, her left ear. I never noticed that. Me either. I'm I'm noticing it on Total Divas. It's not, it's not completely, but like her top is not as bad as a lot of people's ours, but you can tell. Wow, I never noticed that. She's very lucky. Her ears still look kind of normal. I'm gonna have to look that up now. So is no, that's like not- the first. I always notice that, and people, um, filthy Tom Lawler has the worst cauliflower ears I've seen him almost my entire life. So I noticed that in like two seconds. I always notice when people have cauliflower ears. Oh, because I just now notice anytime she wears her hair down, she wears it on the left side. Yeah. I just now noticed that. Sorry, oh. sorry we were pointing that out, Rhonda, but it's not bad though. Please don't kick her I ass. I noticed it. I may talk shit about you, but you scare the shit out of me, so please don't kick my ass. I, don't I do everything out of the She's one of the nicest people. She's so nice. Oh my god. If you ever met her, you would you would be like, oh my god, she's so nice. She's Why is so it- nice. And genuinely humble. The She's first so nice. picture of Ozzy I looked up, it's her wearing a pair of boxing gloves that are like covering her boobs. Like, I'm, I'm strangely attracted to this woman right now. <laughs> I think hell? everyone is. It's okay. <laughs> but um, but basically, long story short, like Paige, Paige sucks. Her family sucks. Her boyfriend sucks. If they have a dog, the dog probably sucks. <laughs> Probably everything. <laughs> so hey, if you're watching, why does it sound so exhausted? Like, <laughs> she's over everything. She's so tired. She's like, oh my god, they're terrible. I always sound, tired. <laughs> I always sound like this. <laughs> And we're still waiting for the results to see if uh, Nicole is part cyborg or android. I, hope, or anything. I sure hope so. <laughs> Hopefully I'll start switching out body parts. I know my liver is a mess. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. If I can switch out my liver and my lungs, I'll be okay. Yeah, they can start taking those out for me. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I just had wine go up my nose. Ah, oh, that hurt. Oh! <laughs> Don't let this is cut it out. Nicole gotta cut it out. She's tripping. Okay, so... I'm not tripping. No, she's being cut out. Fuck Paige. Fuck her family. Fuck her dog if she has one. Fuck her cat, too. She, uh, fuck her hamster. What? Literally. <laughs> I think her hamster's pretty blown out by now, so. Oh, oh shit. Oh, holy shit. I wasn't talking about that hamster. I meant an actual hamster. <laughs> Such a good segue.
All right, ladies and gents, so we're going to have to stop the podcast right here. We didn't want to make them too long, but don't worry. As always, there is a part two. Make sure you guys follow us on social media. Get all the latest updates on some of the news that is out there, including some of the things that we may talk about on this good old podcast, honey. So on behalf of Alexis, Nicole, and myself, thank you for listening to Down for the Count podcast. And we'll be right back with part two of, well, that happened. (laughs) We'll see you next time.